Welcome to the 5 Seconds of Fame podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who is ready to file a class action lawsuit against Big Brother Twists and any kind of double eviction, triple eviction, whatever you want to call it. Brandon Siegel, how you doing? You know, I'm, I'm fully on board with that. Big Brother Twists suck. We all know that. And I, I was just saying this. I, I won't go into great detail because you two have already heard me talk about it. Big Brother has no clue how to do the twists. And I'm fairly confident Julie Chen, in, uh, as horrible as a host and just ability to do anything as she is, he's got to have her hand in this because they, they mess it up so bad. So I'm pretty confident Julie has a hand at what goes on with the show. Um, of course, as always, we have Ben O'Brien with us. Ben, how are you today? Yeah, I mean, I'm here. That's how I'm doing. Um, it was it was a struggle to get through this episode, but I got through it. All right, I made it out on the other end. Uh, I'm happy I'm here. And yeah, no, I mean we're another big weather week down. Uh, a little bit of a predictable week, if I uh, do say so myself. But uh, Trevor, you can kind of start with the rundown. Yeah, we'll get through this week and get you to know, the ratings. And, it, and it, it was a predictable week when you look at the actual week and like this happened, getting Sarah Beth out, which you know we all kind of saw coming last week when we talked about it on the podcast, but. Uh, conversely, you guys, you guys a little bit down, a little bit more down the season versus, you know, a few weeks ago when it was really good pre-jury. You know, we had a couple good moments. I mean, all the Frenchy nonsense and the week when they, you know, they were trying to flip the vote for Christian. We had some really good weeks and now it seems like it's going down. But I actually found some pretty interesting things that came out of this week. Um, so I'm excited to talk about them personally. I still still definitely like the season. Um, so we'll, we'll get into those, you know, as we kind of get through here. And then we'll, near the end, get to our ratings, which we are uh, getting down here. We are down to, what is it, final nine, I believe. Uh, final eight, eight. Final eight. Yeah, so eight. we're down to final mm-hmm. eight now. We're getting down to the end. And uh, it's getting interesting. I, ho- I hope that these two back-to-back double evictions don't ruin it, but at least it's not a triple. I think it is marginally better. But uh, anyway, uh, Tiffany, as we um, know, won the HOH originally, mm-hmm. um, and she planned to nominate Kyla and Sarah Beth. Pretty predictable nominations, you know, they had talked about with the whole cookout plan. All right, you know, there's going to be a target, and then... Uh, with the partners that we have, Kylan being Sarah Beth's partner, you are going to go on the block next to Sarah Beth. Kylan was totally down for it. In fact, Kylan was like, Tiffany, put me and SB, put us up on the block. Um, so that's kind of what it was. It fell into place. Now, uh, obviously, with this this whole high rollers room, the, um, I forget the, what, the coin of destiny, I think is, yeah, that's what it was called. The coin of destiny, it's in play. It's the last week of the high rollers room. And Claire is going to win this. Um, and Claire decides that she is going to, obviously, she's going to dethrone Tiffany after we see the coin flipped, and it, it lands on, I think it was heads that she called, and Claire decides to keep the noms the same, or at least not necessarily the same, because they were taken off, but then they were put back up. So Claire, she puts up Kylan and Sarah Beth dethroning Tiffany as HOH, and this is where I want to start. I want to start with Claire's decision to put Sarah Beth and Kylan up. She didn't want to, um, I guess, upset the nominations that Tiffany wanted. Obviously, Tiffany is her number one ally in the game. So she didn't want to, I guess, have any kind of, I, I don't know. She didn't want to upset anyone. So she just did that. Now, 
I have a pretty big problem with this decision from Claire um, because you have to be self-interested in this game. You can't do something just because your number one ally wants to do it. You have to be self-interested. And for Claire, this was a horrible move. Um, you know, it's really the last chance she might end up having in this game to really make a power play, really make a big move, and she wasted it. She put up Sarah Beth on the block next to Kylan when she should have definitely put up two members of the cookout and she was at one point considering putting xavier up she talked about it i think in the dr multiple times like xavier is a person who i think should be my target or xavier would be someone who maybe i could put up next to kylan whatever that's what she should have done but she decided not to put up xavier and kylan she put up xavier or sarah beth next to kylan um and actually my bad xavier was already on the block as the third nominee but what she should have done was she should have put up like Big D or something because that's another person she had been talking about putting up. Instead, she doesn't decide to do it. But this is where I'm going to hand it off to Brandon. I'm going to start with you today. Uh, what did you think about Claire's decision um, here to basically go with Tiffany and say, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to have the same noms as you, Tiffany? Yeah, I think there's kind of two sides to look at it. The side that I think is you know the hindsight or I guess the overlooker side, which is what we're, what, the point you made, Trevor, which I would agree with, I mean, she shouldn't have done that, but the thing is, is she doesn't know what we know, you know, she, in her opinion, you know, DX, who's out the door now, and, and, and Tiffany, are, that's her three, that's, that's her ride or die, those three are going to the end, so, um, you know, that, that, that's, that's what's in her mind, and if her ride or die is like, I think this is best for us, you know, that's kind of what you gotta do, you know, maybe you put a big D, but then you upset your best friend in the house, you know, and it's not like he's overly well connected with so many other people. I mean, for whatever reason, Sarah Beth thought that they were all super close. Um, but, you know, it, it's it, it's a tough area to be in, and especially since we know more than she does, which obviously is every season. But, I mean, the cookout's done such a good job of disguising themselves. And, I mean, they're such a fabulous alliance. It would be so hard to see through it. Yeah, it definitely would be. I mean, it's it's definitely tough for her to recognize it, but at the same time, she the fact that she was at least like talking about other plans as a fan, you watch it and you're like, oh, Claire, so so close, so close. You almost had it. You were you were saying it. You had the ideas in your mind, but you didn't execute. And that's kind of really this. I think that's going to be the story of Claire's game. You know, she may leave this week. She may leave. Well, actually, I think she probably will leave this week because it's a double eviction. So even if. You know, she isn't the first one to go. Uh, she'll probably be the second one to go. So um, what I was saying was I think that this is kind of going to be the story of Claire's game where, like, she has an idea. She's like, okay, I think I know what's going on here. I think I do, but she doesn't do anything about it. She doesn't execute. She doesn't take any action to change that, um, which is unfortunate, obviously, especially when there's a, a huge alliance that's just completely steamrolling the game. Um, but that's kind of how it is. Um you know, we so we have these nominations, obviously, Kylan Sarabeth. We get to the veto. Uh, we see that Hannah wins the veto. Not not too much to talk about, I would say, here. Um, but I guess, Ben, I want to go to you now um, because as we look here, we have Sarabeth, Kylan, and, you know, it seems clear that Sarabeth's the target. Um, do you think, and, and I get this is like a, this is like a tough question. I, I guess, um, because if I if I were to ask you again, like, is there anything Sarah Beth could have done? I think the answer is like, no, she would have had to win a veto, right? But um, is there anything that you think uh, Sarah Beth possibly could have done here? Um, or anything that maybe Claire uh, could have done different to potentially help the situation, Ben? 
Yeah, I mean, again, like you said, Sarah Beth could have won the veto. It's about it. Um, because, again, we she doesn't know the cookout, but we know the cookout. We knew she was going home pretty much no matter what. And it didn't help that Claire had this awesome power. Um, and to us, she wasted it. To her, she doesn't think she wasted it. But to us, she wasted it and just did exactly what Tiffany wanted. Boring. Um, so, no, I mean, I don't really think there's anything uh, Sarah Beth could have done. Uh, it didn't matter who she was sitting next to. She, w- she was going to go home regardless. Um, especially not next, not next to Kylan. There's no way she was ever going to stay over Kylan. So, again, her being associated with Kylan threw Kylan up there as well, but I really can't see any other scenario where, other, unless she wins, Sarah Beth wins the veto, I really couldn't have seen anything else except what we saw, her going home. It's boring. It is what it is. Um, yeah, nothing special. Yeah, and I think the the interesting thing about this week that, you know, once Derek X hears... Um, what happened, like all his three closest allies all win competitions to take Sarah Beth out of the game, uh, with Tiffany winning the HOH, Claire winning, obviously, the, the coin power, and then Hannah winning the veto. I'm sure, uh, you know, Derek X will be pretty happy about that one, um, which is obviously interesting. Um, so Hannah, she wins the veto. Um, obviously, there's not a lot with this particular week. We're going to see Sarah Beth get voted out here 5-1, uh, to one. Um, and, and that's kind of the end of Sarah Beth's story. You know, with Sarah Beth, I think the past few weeks really haven't uh, reflected well on her game, on her game sense, on her strategy. Um, obviously, she really just has a totally like distorted perspective on the game because people are constantly lying to her. This is something I, I talked about last week. Um, Kylan being the biggest one, they have conversations every night, and Kylan's just constantly... Um, like spouting nonsense, talking for hours and lying to her uh, in the process. Um, but, you know, I think it's interesting because Sarah Beth did show some potential at the beginning. I mean, I guess my next question would be, Ben, do you think that if Sarah Beth was in another season, like, could she be a good player? Could she be someone who has a shot in, in another season where things maybe uh, go her way? Yeah, that's an interesting question because, like, I remember saying at the beginning of the year, I remember talking about how, like, I was really excited. We were all were really excited about Sarah Beth. We thought because we had such low expectations for her based on what we read about her profile that when she came into the house, we were super excited because we were like, this chick has a lot of potential. She seems really smart. She has a really well understanding of the game. Um, I definitely think if she was on the other side, if she was in the the alliance that was powering through, if she was, if she had the numbers behind her. I 100% think that she could have gone very far in this game um, as the person that's kind of leading the alliance because, again, she's really smart, um, and she's a really sweet girl. People like that. People people are attached to her. They like her. They like being around her. Um, I think she has the qualities that it takes to, to go far in this game. Now, um, there's obviously some things that I don't think are great for her in her favor. I think she whines a little bit too much, but that's okay. Um, but she is a really smart player. She's a really smart person. I just think like this the story of the season if you're not in the cookout it's not going to go well for you um so it's unfortunate that she was just on the wrong side of power this year um but i definitely think that she had potential um or i should say she has potential if she were to play again or in a different simulation she could go a lot further than she did uh in this season specifically yeah brandon do you have any uh any thoughts on that what sarah beth could have done because if we look at the ratings here i mean week three the first week we did our rankings um brandon and i both gave her a six uh ben you gave her a 6.5 and if we would have had ratings in week one and week two it might have even been higher but do you have any thoughts on that brandon 
Yeah, I she was dealt an atrocious hand. She's a good poker player that was dealt just an awful hand. Um, and you have to fold, but everyone was telling you you had a good hand, you have a good hand, you should play, you should play, you have a good hand. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's unfortunate what happened, and it actually turned out to be where, like, America really doesn't like her, which I think is kind of upsetting, because I actually do like Sarah Beth. I think as the weeks cut on, she got progressively a little bit annoying, um, and she ended up not doing well. Like, her read on the house at the end was pretty atrocious, mm -hmm. saying how she was close to Claire and Tiffany when they both absolutely hated her. Um, and then additionally saying she got voted out over Kylan over for being a big threat. Uh, I, I, if my numbers are correct, she won one competition and Kylan has the most wins in three, uh, tied with Christian, I think. If I'm correct, or maybe one below Christian and tied with DX. Um, so, you know, definitely not a, a smart read on the house. Uh, but different, different seasons, Sarah Beth could have done a really, really good job. And I feel like that's a lot of people on this season. Yeah. Like even some people that went out like semi early that I think had had more ability. Like Christian, if Christian was on Big Brother twenty one, he he would have won. I mean, he would have won the game probably, um, or at least came final three. Like if you want to, you know, say Jackson's a better player than him, which I think was probably true. Um, you know, he he would come final three because he just didn't lose. You know, a player like like Claire DX, uh, who I think are really really solid players. Especially DX, I think, is a really good player. Just, they got dealt a wrong hand this season, and that's all. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I definitely agree with that. Um, so, I think there's going to be some interesting things that are going to come from, obviously, the jury house. We're going to have to see how Sarah Beth kind of reacts when she when she finds out a little bit more. Although, it's going to be interesting, because DX, we kind of saw like some of the theories... Um, on the on the in the jury house with him and Brittany, they were kind of talking through it, and I always love these segments. Um, so this one, I also I also enjoyed because Derek X, you know, last week when he was, uh, you know, doing the good, he was like talking to Julie, and she was showing him the goodbye messages, and we sh saw Kylan's goodbye message, which I'm not sure if this was on the episode, but it was on uh, the CBS website or Paramount Plus, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, it was interesting because Kylan kind of, like, gave away the alliance in a sense without naming everyone. And so Derek X was kind of going through and trying to figure out who those people would be. And I think it's just really interesting. It, it seems clear to me that both Derek X and Brittany really respect game. And I think Sarah Beth does as well, as we kind of saw that. She came out of the house and Kylan basically told her in the goodbye message um, that, hey, I, I was part of this alliance. And she just... She really just was like stone faced. She didn't have any reaction. Maybe she was just over it. I I don't know. But um, I think all three of those players so far. Although Brittany, I should say it's it's tough to really know because she was pretty upset with Kylan, obviously that week. So it's it's tough to really know. Um, but I think a lot of these players will respect game. I I don't really see a bitter jury coming out of this season. Um, I think the last big thing that I wanted to mention. Um. Well, actually, I should I should first talk about you know kind of the thing about like Kylan and Sarah Beth, uh, this interesting story. Which this was homework I gave you guys. You guys did not did not do the homework, but that's okay. I'll I'll talk about it right now. Sorry. So Kylan and uh, Sarah Beth on Tuesday night they were having a conversation, and Kylan says like, "Hey, Sarah Beth, I have this conspiracy theory. I think that this whole time there was this alliance." There's this big majority alliance that neither of us are in, and they're running the game. I think it might be like Xavier and Alyssa and Claire and Tiffany, and I think he might have said like Aza. I think it was like those five people, and he was like, 
yeah, so this alliance to run the game, and they have, like, they have people that, you know, they're with, and this alliance could be, like, the greatest alliance of all time. I mean, all, all of them are still here, and that's pretty incredible. And he's, and he's just telling Sarabeth this whole theory, which he's, like, just changing some of the people, but he's explaining the cookout alliance to Sarabeth, um, which I don't know why he's doing this, but it, it was a very hilarious uh, convo that they were having on Tuesday night. And in the goodbye message, he basically says, like, that alliance we were talking about, I'm in it. So uh, pretty interesting there. Um, that's kind of what Kylan was referring to because he did tell Sarah Beth about an alliance. It wasn't obviously the alliance that um, he was describing exactly, but I thought that was funny. Funny moment there. Um, now, as we kind of get into our ratings. Um, there were a lot of endgame plans that were discussed, which really was the best part of this week. The reason why I still enjoyed this week, because you have Hannah, Tiffany, Kylan, all three of them in particular, uh, mostly Hannah and Tiffany making a lot of plans um, that I'm kind of kind of talk about a little bit more in the ratings. But I think definitely some good play by Hannah, some really good play by Tiffany and Xavier, not all that active, you know, pretty, pretty passive here. Um, and I think it's interesting. So as we kind of get into our ratings, we could start here and we'll go over that. But first up, as always, we have Alyssa. Um, um, I'll start with Alyssa. I kept Alyssa at a three. Um, really no change. I mean, you know, she's basically like, I think her play is, all right, I'm loyal to Xavier. Uh, I'm going to try to win, you know, a lot of competitions. And she is trying to make certain relationships. Like she's really trying to develop that relationship with Hannah. Um, that's one that she's, you know, trying to develop. She's also been talking to Oz a little bit more. I think she maybe reckon, although we don't, I mean, she's not talking to the cameras. We don't know what she's thinking, but maybe she could th theoretically think, hey, maybe if Oz is there, this is a person I could potentially beat. Um, in the end, I don't necessarily know if I can beat Xavier. So maybe Oz is a person um, that she would consider and she's at least trying to mend that relationship with Hannah as well. So that's kind of what Alyssa's doing. But again, she's not in the cookout. So not a good shot. I couldn't bump her up, but I, I didn't feel that it was necessary to bump her down too because she's at least trying. Um, but obviously, she she has no idea what's happening around her uh, in all honesty. So it's a three. I also gave her a three. Um, I, my lowest rating, I, I think her and Claire are both low just because they're going to be the next ones to go. Uh, unless they win HOH. Um, not really a ton to add on Alyssa. Uh, Trevor, I know for whatever reason, throughout this whole game, you thought Alyssa was not as bad of a player as she actually is, but she's <laughs> just not a good player. I think that's just kind of yeah. what it boils down to. Not, I wouldn't say her rating this week is like specifically because she is a bad player. She's just in a bad position, but Alyssa's just not a good yeah, player. Yeah, no, I, I think I was on that train for about three or four weeks, and then I realized, well, I especially realized once Christian left because nothing really changed all that much. She's now just close to Xavier instead of Christian. Um, and she's still like... She's not, a, she's not like a bad player, but she definitely isn't what I thought she would be. Um, and, and I have been pretty disappointed overall, I would say, with Alyssa. Yeah, definitely not her, her best play. Um, so I kept her at a three. Ben? Um, I bumped her down to a two, mainly because she's not in the cookout, which means she's probably going home in the next two evictions, which means her time's running out on the show, um, which means her chances of winning are pretty much down to zero. So... Um, I had to bump her down just because she will be going home very, very soon. Yeah. Yeah, not not much longer at all. Uh, next up, we have Aza. I kept Aza at a four. Aza's one of the worst players in this house throughout the entire season. 
Um, she's pretty atrocious at the game. Uh, no, no winnability in my opinion at any competitions. Um, I, I have her at a four. She's the, tied for the lowest cookout member with the other one of the other worst players in the game. Which I have something I wanted to talk about when we get to Derek F. I guess that kind of gave away what I gave him, but he's in two anyway. It's not that long. Um, so I kept her at a four. Um, I don't know. There's, I mean, she's not going to win the game. I, don't, I think if she sits next to anyone, she loses pretty much. Um, that's in the cookout. She's probably the, the even DF, I, I, I think Big D, she'll, she'll lose to also. So I'll, I'll keep her at a four. Trevor, what, what do you think? All right. Um, I don't totally agree with you. Um, now, I, I did bump Oza down to a four. So weirdly, I've heard of the same rating, but we I kind of disagree, I think, with what you were saying. Um, I, I think that Oza, she doesn't have a chance against many people, but she does have a chance against two people. Two people. She has a chance against. She would well straight up. She would beat Big D. Now, how will they get to the final two together? I understand it's definitely a long shot. Probably not going to happen. But I think she also could have a shot against Kyland in the final two. I think that Kyland, and I'll talk about him more once we get to him. But I think Kyland's, uh, you know, just his jury management has not been great. I don't really understand some of the things he's doing, and um, I. I could see a chance where Oza may be able to beat Kyland. I, I wouldn't bet on that, but I think there's a chance. I think that Oza also has been doing better in comparison to what she, how she was playing weeks ago. I think she's doing better um, because she's not sabotaging her game. She's not going around and and doing things that are, you know, she's not playing emotionally as much. She's not going around sabotaging herself. And she also has some plans that she's thinking about. You know, she's thinking about going to the end with Hannah and, and Tiffany. Now, I don't know specifically who she would take to the final two. Obviously, Tiffany would be a guaranteed loss. Hannah would be probably a loss, but not guaranteed. Um, now, she also... Um, is not is no longer as close to Xavier as she was. Like she's not as you know. We, we heard all about like her middle school crush, but she now recognizes how important it is to take Xavier out, which is interesting. And this is going to reflect on Xavier's rating when I get there as well. Um, but I think this is good for Aza. The fact that she's looking at Xavier, looking at Kylan. Um, I think she also recognizes in this whole battle. Between which I didn't really talk about yet, but this whole battle between who's going to go home first, is it going to be Alyssa or Claire, I think Aza is thinking in her best self-interest, and I think in her best self-interest probably would be to get out Alyssa because he because she is close really close to Xavier, um, and she's one of the people that is trying to get out Alyssa. I think that's in her best interest. So, yeah, I mean, I think Aza is at least thinking of things that are in her best interest. That's something you can't say that about at least, like, three or four of the other players in this game. Um, so I think that's good for her. Ben, you, you somehow raised Aza's rating. I did raise her, and honestly, I don't remember why because I did this, like, 20 minutes ago. But I will say this. She's not going to go home in the next probably two evictions. So there's that. That's a positive. Um, that being said, she's still the lowest rated member of the cookout that I have because I agree with you, Brennan. I think she, I don't, it doesn't matter who she sits next to, in my opinion. If she sits next to somebody that's in the cookout, she's not winning um, the game. So I bumped her up, but it really doesn't matter because her score is still insanely low for me and she has no chance of ever winning this game. I completely agree. Uh, moving along to Claire, I, I think we all really like Claire a lot. Uh, ben, I'll let you start because I know you like Claire. Yeah, I mean, we all like Claire now. Um, I wish she would have done more this season, but 
it's whatever. I mean, I, I bumped her down. You just, I mean, you can't, you can't bump her up. So I had her at a four last week. I had to bump her down to a three point five. Um, not looking good. Didn't help that she couldn't win this HOH competition coming up this week. Um, because I guess technically she was HOH last week, even though she really wasn't because she didn't do anything with it. Um, so it just put her in a bad spot. She, she pretty much had to win this week and she, she couldn't. So, um, really, really, really bad spot for Claire. Kind of a a rough way that she's probably going to go out, but it is what it is. Um, it was really, it was really hard. It was really sad watching her this week kind of waste this, this coin of destiny thing. And again, to her, it's not wasting it. I get it, but it's hard watching. It was hard watching it, knowing what her outcome is going to be. Um, so it is what it is, but yeah, Claire, Claire is not winning this game. It's unfortunate, but it's just the way that the way the game's played. I had her at a three and a half, just higher than Alyssa, because I mean, either her or Alyssa is going next. It's a double vision. So most likely they're going to be going in the same night. Um, just because they are not in the cookout, but I believe Alyssa will go before her. So I, I bumped Alyssa's rating up just half a point, but really like, yeah, I would put out a three, and I wouldn't argue too much about that, just because they're the next two to go. Not a lot more to add to Claire. We talked about her earlier, so I'll, I'll leave it up to Trevor to finish it off. Yeah, so for Claire, I bumped her down. Uh, once again, she's down to three, same rating as Alyssa, because they're in very similar positions. Um, they have similar chances of going home. And at this point, um, they're similar in terms of their capabilities as a player, because uh, Claire has been very disappointing uh, lately. She's been very passive, and that's something that Alyssa has over her. Like at least Alyssa, I think, I think more so than Claire is um, a little more active. That's not saying a ton, but I think Claire is not as self-interested as Alyssa. I think she's a little more like team-oriented. She's you know she's helping obviously Tiffany with the move to put up Sarah Beth. It wasn't good at all. Um, and that's after she was already doing things that weren't great for her game last week as well. Um, so it, it's down to a three, um, you know, and there's really not a ton else to be set, you know, like she could have had potential. I mean, she, she should have been a lot better at the beginning of the season. We all thought Claire was going to be an awesome player. I think all three of us thought she was going to be one of the best players. I think I had her ranked like number two preseason. Um, and I think Ben drafted her second, so we agreed. And I'm sure Brandon, you thought very highly of her as well. Um, but it's it's unfortunate that uh, Claire now is one of the people that is likely to go um, next. Yeah, it's it's definitely sad. Moving along to Derek F, and I'd like to start this one off because uh, I have some comments. I don't understand anything this man does ever. I I just don't get Derek F. Big D makes no sense. Big D gets all this money. He goes to the coin of destiny. Then he says how he's going to throw the competition, but no one's going to know that he plays in it. So why is he throwing it? He could have just not played and not wasted his time. He's too smart for you, Brandon. He's too smart for you. Uh, It makes absolutely no sense. He hasn't evicted one person this season. He's evoted every single person. I understand he's doing it to, 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 you know, gain clout, but... Uh, to me, I don't think Derek F is that funny. I do love Derek F, uh, but he's a pretty terrible Big Brother player, if we're being honest. Uh, so I, I have him at a four. He's he, he's gonna make it far just because it seems like most people are gonna bring him, and he's gonna leave after like most likely Kai and X if they can't win an HOH. Um, you know, we'll see if they can win down the line with you know at six, five or six, seven around there. Um, but most likely he'll be the next one out after them, um, in my opinion. 
Um, so I, I, I kept him. I, I have him at a four here. I guess I bumped yeah. him up because I think. Oh uh, well, let me explain yeah. why I bumped <laughs> so him up. Is he like so I, dumb that you bumped him up? What I just like, said. I'm confused at how the, what your thought process here. I thought you were gonna be it's like. What I, he just said. <laughs> go ahead. Well, hold on. Let me explain. Let me explain. Because it's basically what I just said. Where like I think he's gonna go further than I thought he would last week. Like I thought for sure he'd be the first one out, but he's not gonna be the first one out. Mm. It seems that he could make like final four. And if somehow he can convince Tiffany to keep him over, I like, know. I mean, ideally, if Tiffany could go with him and Aza, Tiffany's going to destroy them. Uh, but she wants to bring Chada. I mean, I, I think he'll probably get fourth. It seems like almost definitely he's going to get fourth unless, like, X wins or Kylan wins in HOH. Um, but we'll see. Honestly, I, that was the reason I bumped him up a point, because I think he's going to go further than I thought he would last week. I thought he'd for sure be the first one out of the six, but mm. it seems like he's not going to be. I don't know. If that makes sense. Um, Trevor, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I'm just babbling well, over here. Go ahead, Trevor. Okay, D- DF, I kept him in a three, and honestly, like, I maybe should have brought him down. Um, I, I don't know, maybe a little generous here. But um, he's he nothing. not a lot has changed. What has changed is that, honestly, I think he's uh, more likely to be the first one out of the six. Um, in these endgame plans, uh, Tiffany and Hannah were talking a lot, and basically what they were talking about uh, was like their boot order as far as Tiffany trying to convince Hannah, hey, I don't think Kylan should be the first one out of the six because if Kylan goes, then I would probably be the next target. And it seemed like, and I think this is something that Tiffany might have been saying already, um, and now Hannah seems to be on board more because I think they both agree in this in that conversation at least that Big D should actually be the first one out because if Big D is the first person out of out at the six they can then have Xavier, hopefully, this is obviously ideal, you can't bet on who's going to win HOH, but they're hoping, okay, we take Big D out at six, and then we have Xavier take out Kyland at final five, and then at final four, Xavier can't play. So we'll just take Xavier out at final four, and then it'll be us two and Aza in the final three, and at that point, it doesn't even, you know, it, we, it's just us two against Aza. Either way, we're going to take each other. Um, I think Hannah was even like, Tiffany, I'll throw part one in the first HOH to you, and then I'll win part two, and then we'll go in part three, and whoever wins is going to take the other person. Um, so this is kind of, this is actually more more so Hannah's plan than Tiffany, because Tiffany has a slightly different plan um, that I'll, I'll talk more about. But as it relates to Big D, I think he might be more likely to go home. Uh, Kylan, he, he still does have, potentially he might have Kylan still, although Kylan, um, at least told Tiffany that he agrees and that he also wants Big D to go out first. So maybe Kylan was lying in that conversation. I don't know. Um, I do know Xavier wants to take Big D pretty far. So that's at least different in that sense. Um, but I, I don't like his chances and obviously I don't think he can beat anyone. So you know what? You know, honestly, I'm, I'm talking to myself anyway. I, I'm I'm bumping Big D down. I have to. Um, I got to do it. Uh, I'll give him a two point five. It's just it it makes too much sense. Ben, Trevor, we have very different approaches uh, to these rankings because my ranking I kept him at a three mainly because I don't even want to spend too much time thinking about him because he's irrelevant. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Trevor just like oh, Trevor just overthought this so much that he changed his rate, rating. Yeah, and I'm over here like I'm not gonna waste more than three sentences on him because it doesn't matter. Fair enough. It doesn't. All right. Next up, next up we have Hannah. Um, this bottom four here is definitely better than the top four um, by a good amount. 
Uh, next up, we have Hannah. Trevor, I'll let you start this one off. Yeah, so I, I really enjoyed how Hannah played this week. I think she did a lot of great things coming off of last week where she basically was totally okay with her number one ally, DX, going home. Now, it's obviously she's very little to cook out. It's a little bit more of a, you know, not quite as self-interested in that moment last week. But now she's thinking a little more self-interested. Um, I just kind of outlined her plan, so I don't have to repeat all that. Um, but the other good things that Hannah has done, well, number one is, um, as we saw in the Sunday night episode, it was actually Hannah's plan for Claire to win the Coin of Destiny. And this was her plan because she thought, okay, well, Claire likely will probably just, you know, do the same nominations as you, Tiffany. I know that I'm safe with Claire. I know that Tiffany's safe with Claire. You know, perfectly great. Uh, reason for Claire to win the Coin of Destiny. And in addition, they all knew, because I think they were all told, that um, the person who wins the Coin of Destiny then would not be able to win HOH. Or I, I think they all know this. I don't know this for sure, honestly. But I believe they all knew that this was the case. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong about that, because I'm, I'm thinking about it now. Don't know if it makes sense. But I really like that Hannah did this, made this plan. I thought it was very good for her game. It also um, allowed Tiffany now to play in this HOH again after being dethroned, which was good for her. Tiffany's her number one ally. Um, and, and in addition, another thing I like for Hannah is that before she seemed very willing to take Xavier very far to the final three. And in a lot of cases, now she's not thinking along those lines. She recognizes, and this is part of Tiffany's influence again here, you know, kind of working its magic. Hannah now is thinking about targeting Xavier earlier than she previously was, which she should, because Xavier is someone who would probably beat her, uh, wants to take Hannah. But now Hannah is now off the Xavier train, which is very good for a game. So just all around, very impressed for Hannah. We still don't know for sure if she wants to take Tiffany to Final Two or not. I think she does, which I don't like. But if she, you know, like went to the cameras and she was like, actually, guys, America, I want to take Oz to the Final Two. If that was the case, I'd be like, well, here we go. Hannah might win this game. But she hasn't done that yet. I hope she does. But we'll see. Oh, and also, it's a 7. I didn't get my rating. It's a 7 for Hannah. Yeah, I also have her to 7, and I'm, I'm not going to echo everything you just said again. Uh, just We don't need the podcast to be 9 hours long. Um, but I do want to say one thing. She 100% should be bringing Aza. 100%. And hopefully she does in terms of her game um, to win. Now, I, I, I will say I do hope Tiffany wins, because I think she's been the best player this season. Um, but... If it does come on Hannah wins that final HOH, she should bring Aza and not Tiffany. Ben, final thoughts on Hannah? Yeah, I also have Hannah at a seven. I just I really like where she is within her alliance. Like she's not gonna get picked off in a in a uh, in a double eviction next week, maybe. Um, but I also don't think she's gonna be somebody that they're really gonna be looking at to to take the first shot at her. Like I just I like where she's at in her alliance, and I think she's smart enough to understand how to navigate. Um, that situation so I'm very excited to see what Hannah does in the next coming weeks when you know the cookout has no other options they got to start going after each other um, because I, I think she's got a lot of potential to do some really 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 good things and position herself really well for for the end game next up we have Kylan I actually brought him down half a point to a five and a half um, and I I know people really don't like Kylan anymore. I still like Kylan, uh, but I've been extremely disappointed with him. This is going to be the first week his average is below a 6 rating. I I think there was a couple weeks he played really, really well, and then it just went all downhill for him. Um, I think he 
is still a really good player, but I think he has an extremely tough road ahead to win this game. I just don't think it's going to happen for him. He might be able to make it to Final 3, uh, maybe, maybe Final 4, but it's it's going to be extremely, extremely hard. Um, I think his relationships with other people are regressing a little bit. Um, choosing Tiffany as his final two, I do not believe is a great idea. Um, so it's going to be tough. It's, it's going to be very, 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 very tough for him to win this game. I bumped him down just a little bit to a five and a half. Trevor, I'll let you go next. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was doing some good things last week, obviously, um, but I brought him down. I have him in a five and a half now, so I'm right with you there, Brandon. Uh, the worst thing he, well, I don't know if it's necessarily the worst thing, but one of the really bad things he did this week was, for really no reason, uh, just go all out and try everything he could to try to get the veto used on him, which, in a sense, okay, yeah, if you can get the, if you manage to get the veto used on you and take it off the block, obviously that's good, because you're off the block, but in this situation where you know you have this alliance behind you, uh, you gotta read the room, and you gotta recognize that, uh, this is there's just no point in doing this. So that was, you know, number one that that's bad for Kylan. Number two is we got we learned more about his endgame plans um, in this episode tonight. We got the confirmation that he would like to take Tiffany to final two. Not a winning not a winning strategy, you know. And if it's not Tiffany, it's Xavier, another person he would lose to. So if that's the case, then I you know like if, if those are his plans, then it's going to be very difficult to win. I was hoping, and I kind of thought, that he would want to take Big D then, but now it doesn't seem like that's the case. In fact, he seems to think that Big D might have a chance to win the game, which he he's very, um, you know, just out of touch when it comes to that. So it's not good for Kylan. Uh, 5.5, and he definitely is, you know, last week I had him ahead of Hannah. Now that seems pretty crazy. I think Hannah definitely has a better chance at this point. Yeah, I 100% agree. Ben, I know you're not a Kylan fan at all. What do you think of his game this past week? So I was going to keep him at a six, but then I, as I was listening to you guys talk, I remembered his garbage pitch to have the veto used on him. So then I was like, all right, well, I can't yeah, keep him really at the same. That was so bad. It was hard to watch um, because it's sitting there like, dude, you have no good reason to why you're saying what you're saying. So I had to bump him down. So I was going to keep him at a six. After remembering that, there's no way I, I can let him slide through. Uh, staying at a six, which is what I had him at last week, so I had to bump him down. Um, I, I mean, clearly he's not in the worst position in the world, but I just think at this point there's there's better players than him. There's better players in better positions than him. Um, a lot different from week two or three or eight, maybe even four when we, we thought Kylan was the best player in this house, and it's just not the case anymore. There's people that are better than him in a better position than him. Um, kind of a letdown in terms of where he was and, and kind of his progression through the game to where he is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Next up, we have, in my opinion, the best player in the house, and I think you guys would all agree with me, Tiffany. Trevor, I'll let you start. Yeah, so last week, Xavier was the person who I thought, who we all thought was in the best position house. Um, it has turned back to Tiffany. Um, she's now back in control. She just did a lot of great work, you know, getting the power after winning the HOH. Even though she was dethroned, um, you know, she was very active, like she has been most of the season. Um you know, with Xavier, however, like Xavier being passive, Tiffany being active, that's why Tiffany is now in the better position ultimately. Um, her position or her plan, uh, the only the only thing about her plan that's different than Hannah's is that and so she wants Big D out at six. She actually would rather have Kylan stay longer than Xavier. Um, because 
she recognizes correctly that Kylan would take her to final three, whereas Xavier, um, well, Xavier might take her to final three, but there's no way Xavier would take her to final two. So I think she correctly realizes this, and she actually would rather have Xavier out of final five. Again, it's not like she's going to have the control to make exactly what she wants happening because we know Xavier's good at competitions and Kylan's good at competitions, and, and that's also part of the reason why Kylan still has a chance as well because he's he's won some competitions. Um, but because Tiffany has this plan, uh, it's definitely in her self-interest. Uh, it's a very good plan for her, and she also wants the final three of of her. Well, actually, I think, and this has been uh, difficult for me to figure out, but I, I know she wants Hannah as her final two. I think she might actually want Kylan in the final three instead of Aza, which I, I don't know if she cares that much, but it seems like her final three actually might include Kylan now, which... I guess is another good point for Kylan uh, that I could have mentioned. But uh, yeah, for Tiffany, it's an eight because I just think she's doing so many great things. I had to bump her up at least a little bit. And um, I could see that going up even more next week. But we'll we'll see what she does. I have Tiffany at a seven and a half. Again, I'm not going to echo everything you said. I think she's playing a wonderful, wonderful game. Um, I do believe she's going to make it to the end. And I do believe she's going to win. And I actually hope she wins. But at the same time, I hope she doesn't win. And very briefly, I want to explain why I hope he doesn't win. Tiffany is the one player that we did not draft. And as we have talked about before, if there is there's every year there's 16 players, there's only three of us who draft five players, there's always one player that we do not draft. And we have talked about if that player wins, we are going to do something and we are going to eat a hot wing, most likely on my stream. So if you want to go to twitch.tv backslash sbravens, you can follow my stream. And if Tiffany wins... I'm going to have to eat a hot wing, and I have never eaten a hot wing in my entire life. So, uh, if she does win, uh, it's going to be a, a show of me panicking. And you can, you guys, you know, Ben can vouch for me. I'm not going to do well with that hot wing. There is no chance. I'm going to do very poorly. Very, very poorly. Ben, your, your thoughts on Tiffany? Well, first of all, I'd just like to point out, I think we should do it anyway. I don't care if she wins or not. I think we should we should watch you eat a hot wing anyway. I don't care who wins. <laughs> yeah. No I'd shot. I'd love to see you no eat, shot. eat a, Tiffany eat, has to win. Eat anything hotter than than barbecue, I would love to see because I think you would you would struggle. Um, but, yeah, Tiffany, I, I put her at a 7.5 as well. I mean, it's no secret she's the best player in the house. She's been the best player in the house pretty much since the very beginning of the game, at least up there in the conversation for best player in the house. Um, and she, I also think she's in the best position in the house. Um, she doesn't. Com- I don't think she comes off as super threatening in any way. Uh, I think she's capable of winning competitions if she if she has to. Is she gonna win every competition ever? No, but I think there's certain types of competitions that she can win. She's a really smart person. That helps. Um, so yeah, I mean, I again, I think end game is everything. It doesn't mean she she can just get away with doing absolutely nothing for the rest of the season. But I think she's in the best spot, in my opinion, as of right now, to win this game. Uh, because there's a lot of different things that she could do, and she's a really smart person. She understands how it works, and she understands what she needs to do in these last, I don't know, 20-something days or so uh, to make sure that she's sitting in the final two. And if she's sitting in the final two, um, I don't think it matters. I think she will beat anyway uh, if she's sitting in those in one of those two chairs at the end. Yeah, 100%. Last person up, we have Xavier. Uh, Trevor, I'll let you start. Yeah, so Xavier, I had him in an 8 last week. I brought him all the way down to a 7. Um, I I was between a 7 and a 7.5. Ultimately went with a 7, uh, which is the same rating as Hannah. Now I think, obviously, Xavier, he's shown he's really good at competitions, uh, capable in that sense. Um, so he could, even if he's in trouble, one week, Final 5, Final 4, 
he could win a veto, and then he could go and win the final three HOH, and he could kick Tiffany out of the house and take take uh, Hannah or Aza, whoever, and he could win. Um, that that's definitely a scenario that could happen, uh, totally. But I don't think it's as likely as the many paths that Tiffany has, um, and I'm not sure it's much more likely than the pass that Hannah has. Um, because I think Hannah's a lot safer than Xavier. Xavier now, uh, like I've mentioned, is is potentially being targeted in the next uh, three, four weeks, uh, whereas Hannah is the safest person in the cookout, I would say. So um, you have Kyland, and, you know, who kind of, I think, is looking to, well, pretend, I don't know, Ky- Kyland I just can't figure out. So honestly, I don't know what Kyland's thinking. But um, there's kind of this rip between Kyland and Xavier where, I think Xavier should try, should be trying to work with Kylan, should be trying to take Kylan very far, and he's not really doing so. I think Kylan uh, is is good for Xavier's game because he would beat Kylan, and you know that's just like another another person that can win competitions that could take Tiffany out because I think obviously Tiffany is dangerous in this game to Xavier. Um, but it's a seven here for Xavier. I think he needs to be doing more. He, he could be doing so much more. He needs to be talking to Aza, trying to, you know, maybe make a final two with Aza and trying to lock that down, you know, because she's kind of, you know, moving away from that now. I think Big D's another person. He, he could be doing more with Big D also. And obviously I, I mentioned this up with Kylan. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really just a case of Xavier is too passive. He needs to be doing more. And because he doesn't have some of these plans that people like Hannah and Tiffany do, um, he might be left behind. I also kept Xavier, or I dropped him down just a bit to a seven. Um, that's because I, I think he's not doing 100% of the right stuff to ensure he's in that final two spot. Um, Tiffany's a better player than him, uh, and I, I don't think he fully recognizes how great of a player Tiffany is. He should really actively be, be getting people against her, and I just don't think he's quite doing that. Kind of like what you said, he's not really joining up with Kylie, which he should be doing. So I, I uh, dropped him down just a bit to a seven. Ben, why don't you wrap us up for today's podcast? Yeah, I had to bump him down as well. I had him at a 7.5. I bumped him down to a 7. I'm just not, and I agree with you guys, I'm just not, I feel like he doesn't have a sense of urgency. He's got to have more of a sense of urgency. I mean, being in the cookout's only going to get you so far. you you got to win this game. You're not going to be handed $750,000, especially with a player like Tiffany, with a player like Hannah, with even somebody like Kyland. You're, he's going to have to earn this win if he wants to win, and I'm just not right. sensing that... that and I, again, like I don't know what his thoughts are, but his actions don't show me that he that he's thinking through how he's going to win in every situation that he needs to to go through to win this game. It seems like he's just going through the motions right now, and maybe that'll change. I don't know, but we're getting to a point where you got to figure it out, dude. Because I I get maybe the first half of the game you know, being chill, staying low, but we're at a point where you got to start doing something about it if you want to win. And I'm just not seeing mm-hmm. that from from Xavier. And I want to. I like him a lot. I'd love to see him win. Um, but I'm just not seeing enough to be confident that, that he's going to win this. He's get, or I, I should say I'm not confident enough that he has the best chance of winning this season as of right yeah. now. Yeah. No, I, I, I think he, he he's, has a good shot, but not the best one uh, for sure. But uh, before we hop out of here, we're going to go to a little bit of a spoiler section. Do you guys know who won? Because I, I know who won. I was asked if you guys know I do not. Already. Yes, I do. Okay, so again, everyone listening, if you do not want to hear spoilers and you want to wait till Sunday's episode to hear who won HOH, please get off the podcast now. I don't want to spoil it for you, but we are about to say who won the HOH challenge. So like I said, please go to the, you know, go listen to the Small Baller podcast from this past week. 
Or if you're, you know, somehow it's already Sunday, go listen to the one that came out on Sunday uh, and hop off this one for today. But we do have a new HOH. Trevor, would you like to break that? Actually, Ben, who do you think won? Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm trying to think... Man, I, I could go either way here. Uh, I'll go with Tiffany. I don't want it to be Tiffany, but I, I think it's Tiffany won. Trevor, is he right? He is. Tiffany has won the HOH. Uh, her and Kylan were the last two. That's correct, right, Brandon? It was her and Kylan? Yes, her and Kylan. Yeah. It seemed like Kylan slipped and, and fell off. It, it didn't seem like he gave it to her. I'm actually happy about that in ter- for Kylan's sake. Uh, this should be a relatively easy week. It appears like Alyssa will be going home. Um, so, uh, not a great week for Alyssa, and it's gonna be interesting if Alyssa does win veto, mm-hmm. Claire will be going home, and that's gonna be a rough backstabbing for, uh, for Tiffany to have to do. Um, so I'm very interested. If Alyssa can win a veto, it's gonna be a very interesting week, I, I think, at the least. Trevor, what, what are your thoughts on, on this week yeah. coming up here? so, I mean, I, I obviously expect Alyssa to be on the block. The question is, who's going to be on the block next to her? Um, she could go with the cookout plan and just put Xavier up next to her. She could just straight up put Claire up with her, honestly. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see who that other person is. It could be Claire. It could be Xavier. Maybe it's even just like Big D or could even, I mean, it could be anyone, honestly. It could be Kylan again. Um, but Alyssa is the target, obviously. If Alyssa does not win the veto, she will be the person uh, that's going home. I believe now, uh, I know that the guys at the cookout do want Claire to go first. I know like Xavier wants Claire to go first. Kylan would like Claire to go first. And uh, Big D, like all three of them, would like Claire to go first. So they do have the majority, I believe, because it's eight people, five votes, and Tiffany's HOH. So the votes would be... Um, if now this is presuming that Xavier is off the block, obviously, which he might not be, but if it's a well, if it's Alyssa and Claire on the block, then it could be tough. I mean, it, there could be debates over who's going to go home. Um, but I still think that because Tiffany's HOH and I think if she pushes hard enough, I think Alyssa will be the one that would go home. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. It's it's going to be very, very interesting. But I think we'll wrap up the episode there for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, of course, follow the Small Ballers on Twitter at the Small Baller or click the link in the description. Uh, we will have linked all of our ratings, our draft, everything, all the stats from this season. Uh, so go click, a, you know, click that link. Take a look at that if you'd like to do so. Um, and of course, stay tuned for the Small Baller podcast that will come out this Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And next week, we'll have this podcast come out on Friday at noon like it does every single week. But with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.